So today's episode, we're going to talk about an apology. Well, what does that mean when somebody apologizes? They say they're sorry. Or you hear people say, I regret to inform you. Or people say, uh, I'm sorry, but not sorry. And there were so many apologies last month. It's unbelievable. I'm sorry. So let's start with the, in the sports world, the political world, entertainment, you name it. Everybody's apologizing. I'm sorry. But for some people, it's not enough. You don't seem remorse when you say you're sorry. I'm sorry. How does one measure remorse? Do you have to cry? I'm sorry. Red eyes? You know you don't know. Well, it didn't sound right. You didn't mean it. What does all that mean? I'm so sorry. That's the point. What's an apology? You admitted you did something wrong. And really, are you going to change that behavior? I'm sorry, Dave. Or are you just going to do it to what? Move on to the next day. I'm sorry. The person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Please try your call again later. Goodbye. So let's go through these apologies this last month and see what's going on. The first one, obviously... We know in January, the unfortunate death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna Bryant, and the others, seven members on that helicopter. We know they had a service at the Staples Center February 24th. Uh, they were all buried. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the others. Tragic. Just tragic. But we know there was a major fallout because of what? The 2003 alleged sexual assault with Kobe Bryant. So there's a whole big debate. When do you talk about it? Is it the right time? Gail King, Oprah Winfrey's best friend, journalist on CBS, interviewed Lisa Leslie, WNBA Superstar Hall of Famer, and in an interview asked, what do you think about the 2003? And you see there what happens, folks. They have the interview, back and forth. I'm thinking Gail King's thinking, Leslie, Lisa Leslie, who's a friend of Kobe Bryant, might say something. Who knows what? Next day it goes up. CBS plays a clip. She was shocked to know it was coming out. But let's be honest, folks. Corporate media is out to make money. Yes, absolutely. If you air Kobe's all-star, great guy, great father, that doesn't get the attention. By putting that clip out, boom, you get likes, you get tweets, you get interest. I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it is. That's so Snoop Snoop comes on, rips Gail on Instagram, 50 chimes in. He goes, goes ham on her, cusses her out, calls out her name. And now what happens? Week later, he apologized and is willing to talk to Gail King. Gail King's accept his apology. And she re-looked at, well, maybe she should have asked that question at that at time. At that time, probably not, right? But let's look at the apology from Snoop. Snoop, we and we know, not only that, when Snoop said what he said, guess who chimed in? Bill Cosby. How is Bill Cosby in jail going to access the Instagram? Hashtag free Bill Cosby. What is he, 2-bit from power? He got a burner? Big Snoop D-O-Dub. So I'm guessing Cosby mind, he's still innocent. It's all made up. What he's saying, all those women made that up. Everyone? Every single one. So he sends a shout-out to Snoop and a shout-out to 50. Now, it's funny, when Snoop first came out, Cosby been the first one to trash Snoop back in the day. You got Brage. 
your pants are sagging, you're cussing, you're saying the B word, but now we spin that 27 years later, he's like 2-bit with the burner. Give an Instagram shout. Yo, is Cosby selling cigarettes? Come on now. Yeah, I'm telling Bob. But we also know Snoop says what? He talked to his mom. His mom gave him the business. You should apologize. Okay? That might have happened, or it did happen. An apology. Does that change his Snoop's view about women when they do things he felt disrespectful? We don't know until the next incident. But we also know Snoop's a popular star. He hosts game shows. He's cooking with Martha Stewart. You see what I mean? The executive of CBS went wild. Like, what is he doing? Think about it. If you're a white woman watching game shows, what are they going to say? How are you going to let this man be on a show We disrespected Gail King, Oprah, from some white supply, mix him up, a respectable black woman, and he got a job hosting a game show? He's cooking with Martha Stewart? Come on. So do we know if it's a sincere apology? Well, he said he want to reach out and talk to her. Okay. And she accepted the apology. Because these folks run in these type of circles. When you're in those circles, it's what? You don't want any bad feelings or harsh enemies. You always want to have decent relationships. When you go to the BET award shows, the Grammys, the Oscars, all those shows, when you do red carpet, you don't want to feel uncomfortable. You just want to walk in, sip a few, keep it moving. Everything's kosher. Let's keep going. Let's get this money. Study war no more was the general lesson, which I learned all about using chemical weapons. Unapologetically sorry. Morality is just derelict. It's pathetic. Your rhetoric is just political folly. The polygraph doesn't lie when one day ass ain't legit. And when you don't have to testify if the glove doesn't fit, he'll just pardon the cover up. So don't ever forget why say sorry when Trump ain't apologizing. For but the apologies don't start there. That's the entertainment world. Well, no, not really. Yes, it is. Well, when you issue a statement of apology, Dave, it's like all is forgiven, depending on what you did and who you are. I mean, look at A.B. now, Antonio Brown, wide receiver, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers, was with New England and went through all that stuff. Now, he's apologizing. He must have had a found Jesus moment, because now he said he's apologizing to the Steelers as being a distraction, i.e. acting a fool. Here's a guy that came from, I believe, central Michigan, not uh, rated highly, comes in, plays way above board, all-time receiver, and you get arrogant. You get that what's called hubris. You see? Acting a fool. Next, we get Ben Rossenberger. He's apologizing to the quarterback of the Steelers. Boy, we had a good thing. Because why? He's trying to get back into the league. So, of course, you're going to show remorse. I'm working on myself. I'm going to all the therapy if I'm going. I understand. He wants to get that money. Them checks ain't coming in. There's no income coming in for AB for a minute. Now, I know you're saying he's a millionaire. He has all this. We don't know. And he still has a sexual assault case over the head. But now he's apologizing. Now he's remorseful. Oh, I'm sorry. And folks probably would tell him he didn't want to hear that. Acting a fool and crazy. You got to eat, son. You don't own the team. You work for the team. So now it reminds me of, remember Vince Young? Won the uh, championship University of Texas. They defeat USC. 
comes in the league was rookie of the year. Him and Jeff Fisher has a blow up. He walks off the field spending money. Then he wants to leaves the Tennessee Titans, bounces around, then wants to make a comeback. He wrote a letter to his former coach Jeff Fisher. Basically, again, you want to apologize. In other words, I acted a fool. I wasn't taking it seriously. I wasn't studying. Remember that? If you saw the Mike Vick 30 for 30, what he said? I'm going to break the play in 240 yards. I'm not doing film sessions. I'm not studying. For what? For who? For what? So Vince Young writes this letter to Fisher, who didn't open it. Know what he said? They spelt my name wrong. See, that's petty. Because in Fisher's name, there's an S. There's a, uh, a C. So F F I S H E R. I think it's F I S C H E R. Then he said it came from the University of Tennessee Athletic Department. I didn't open it because I don't think Vince Young wrote that letter. That's petty. But see, that's the game. He walked off from Fisher there. Disagreements, you see? What is the old what's the old adage? Don't burn bridges. But when you young, you got that money, A B, Vince Young, you on top of the world, everybody's sweating you, you know what I mean? Everything is free. Come on, you don't look at the end game. You look at the now game. I'm on top of the world. Nino Brown, Scarface. Man, I'm not listening to that. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So it does open a letter. Vince Young is out of the league. But fortunately, because of that championship, he has a six-figure job with, guess what? Guess who? University of Texas. That's how it works. You win that school of championship, you got a job. You got to connect. A hookup. You see? But again, apologies. Vince Young said he saw I wrote a letter, but Fisher was being petty. I'm not going to read it. I don't get, in other words, he disrespected, he crushed, he destroyed. We had a good thing in Tennessee. Then he went and snitched, and Young said that Fisher was missing meetings out there fishing. See, that see, see, it's all connected. Snoop blows up on Gail King. Snoop forgot he's not just a rapper no more. He's hosting game shows. He's hosting, he's cooking with Martha Stewart. He's not cooking with some sister on BET. See the difference? In other words, if Snoop disrespected a sister in hip-hop, nobody would care. Yeah, I'm sorry for all the poison that's polluting the air. And for Trump and Vladimir and how nobody cares. So let me apologize for the continuous lies. Sorry for the lack of love and all the hate in disguise. Right or wrong, I apologize for even writing these rhymes. Yo, I should have been more of an entrepreneur While I'm always feeling awkward and my words obscure I don't feel sorry for Cosby or anybody who falls And apologize for Weinstein, throw the book at the mall That sex fiend, Epstein, using children as slaves Plus all them famous names that he took to the grave Apologize for higher taxes, why they lower your wages Stopping families at the border while they're raping their babies Sorry, sorry It's all that, yo, I'm sorry for that Let's throw it back to Dave. That's enough of the rap, right? But the apologies don't stop. Let's keep going. The Houston Astros. Sign stealing. 2017. The technology. All over the place. Pitch count. They know banging on garbage cans. They know the fastball's coming. Off speed coming. Cranking away. In fact, Gene Carlos stands said if he had signs, he had 80 home runs. Well, Gene Carlos, you got to play 80 games, son. What are you talking about? If he knew the signs, I hit 80 home runs. You got to play 80 games to hit 80 home runs. So you need this back down. 
Big Poppy calling that picture a snitch. Remember Poppy with the steroids? You see, it's all crazy. So let's go. Rob Manfred. The commissioner of Major League Baseball says, oh, the players are upset. He's not going hard enough. But he called the trophy a piece of metal. Straight disrespect. See, he's not out there doing the push-ups, doing the sit-ups, swinging, hitting baseballs, taking painkillers. You know what I mean? Smoking medicinal marijuana. Just a straight disrespect. You see how that works? He's not out. It's just a piece of metal. Not recognizing that this is the top of the top of the field of baseball. Only a small percentage get to that level. Most players don't win World Series. Many never get to the World Series. He called it a piece of metal. But it's not going to stop there. Jim Crane, owner of the Houston Astros, he's apologizing. But then this fool says what? Stealing signs had no impact on the game. What? Out of touch. I knew nothing about it. I did the best I could do by firing the, the manager and the GM of the Astros. But none of the players, Altuve, Bregman, Springer. Come on, Altuve. No one he's hitting like 390 and two knocks a day. But of course, now they're going to bring the black manager in and the Astros are the Titanic. But bring the black guy in, Dusty Baker. The ship is sinking. When they start losing, guess what? They're going to blame it on not having a pitch count. Or no, the pitches. I'm sorry. Now we bring in the black guy. That was quick too, wasn't it? Boom, took like a day. No Rooney rule. I know that's football, but you know what I mean. They got the black guy now. But he got a what? It's almost like moving the chairs on the tanks on the Titanic. Man. So Crane apologized. Altuve. Bregman apologized. But then people say, that's not far enough. There was enough remorse. What, they want him to cry? So a man friend said, it's just a piece of metal. They say, listen, you grown-ass dudes. We're not taking away the championship. That's a piece of metal. You got a ring. You got paid. It doesn't happen. Look at steroids. They still kept their rings. A-Rod still has his. The Yankees from 2009 stopped crying. But see, that's the arrogance. He's not putting that work on the ball field. That's why it's just a piece of metal. But that doesn't stop more apologies. Who's up next? Michael Bloomberg. Woo! Former mayor of New York. Republican, Democrat, independent. He's all over the map. He changes his parties more than I change my drawers. Buys his way into the election. Gives millions to campaign, millions to black mayors, Democratic House candidates who won in 2018. Bye, bye, bye. Gets on the stage in the debate in Nevada and gets toasted, ripped apart, talked about his taxes. You know what he said? He said, man, I, my, my tax is a thousand pages. I can't use TurboTax. See the arrogance? Because I'm a billionaire. You folks know that. I don't make a billion on use TurboTax, but that's what we're talking about. Out of touch. Rob Manfred, worth 20 million. Bloomberg, worth billions. Out of touch. Not knowing what's going on out in these streets. Who's putting in that work? So Bloomfield, I'm not Bloomfield, Bloomberg 
apologizes for stopping Frisk. Ask any young black and Latino brown black and brown uh, male in the city. Stop Frisk. Put up against the wall. Numerous quotes on Instagram, racist statements, sexist statements. Now the Bloomberg's in the game. Now he's getting vetted. So all the statements from whenever to whenever comes out front and center. Money can't protect that. You can't put a $10 bill in front of a stop and frisk uh, Instagram or post. So now he's exposed. And you saw he's all uncomfortable because well, I'm a billionaire. I don't get questions. I give answers. I give the, I ask the questions. I don't take them. And that's what's happening. All these cases, whether it's the Astros, Bloomberg, right? Now you got to get questioned. You got to sit there and take it. Get the haze. Be inconvenienced. You're not used to that because why? You're used to having all that power. Now it's switched up on you. You can't stand it. It's driving you nuts. But this is how it goes. So Bloomberg apologized for anything with black. He's going to apologize for anything. I apologize that it rained. I apologize for whatever. He's going out of his way to apologize to black people. Does he mean it? We know it's political, but you still got to say, does he remorse? What does that mean? You, how do you measure it? Does he have to cry? You see, we don't know. All you know is in one's actions. We have no idea how remorseful he is. No clue. So another apology. But the only person who does not apologize, you got a Teflon Don. Agent Orange, back at it again. He never apologizes. You see what happened? Goes for impeachment in the House, the Senate, sky free, except for, uh, what's his name from Utah? Mitt Romney gives one count. Doesn't matter. The whole Republican Senate on board. Teflon Don. Then he goes on a post-impeachment victory tour almost like wwe out there yapping talking stuff witch hunt made up it doesn't stop he keeps going pardons to all to, to bartolo to all these white collar criminals because in trump's mind they were punished too hard a white collar crime perjury is what's known as a victimless crime it goes on and on but i got one for you Kwame Kilpatrick, K-Dub, the former hip-hop mayor of Detroit, got 28 years for corruption. Do they let him out? Think of the strategy, folks. You get these black guy Trump, free Bill Cosby supporters getting in his ear, say, listen, and he's in Michigan where Trump won the Electoral College. A black President Obama did not free Kwame Kilpatrick. And we all know he got too many years. 28? Come on now. Here's a great opportunity. Trump's already with this, uh, uh, you know, getting people out who are in prison for too many years. You get Kilpatrick out. He might vote for Trump or Trump given a job. He didn't have no job. But even if he doesn't, if he can get 50 black guys in Michigan to say, you see, Trump's my man. He got the black guy out. Trump ain't all about the Me Too 
Trump ain't out here attacking black men who allegedly sexually assault. It'd be perfect getting K-double out. Keep your eyes on that one. You see? See what happens if he pardons Kwame Kilpatrick, K-double. Given 28 years, way too many years. But that's what's happening. Everyone's apologizing, but the president. He doesn't apologize one bit on anything, whether it's Kaepernick, making outrageous statements, attacking women, immigrants saying shithole countries, straight Teflon Don, with a whole bunch of corrupt officials in his administration. He also, after post-impeachment, fired folks who said what he might have obstructed justice. Man, this guy is going ham. Doesn't matter. It's like Al Pacino said in the movie Justice for All. You're out of order. Everything's, it's all out of order. You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. They're out of order. That man. And my final apology, and it wasn't an apology, I think the Knicks owe Mark Jackson an apology, even before they hire a new coach. Rumors have it as Tom Thibodeau will be the next New York Knicks coach. Why? Why? What has he won? Nothing. This is, we see this, what, what did Mark Jackson do to keep him not even getting an interview? I remember back they got him for an adultery. Okay, and what happens because he's a, a born-again Christian, they get extra heat. In other words, if you're a born-again Christian, once you slip, there's an extra heat you get on your back. So in other words, if he wasn't all Christian guy, it'll be okay. Number two, his comments, theology. Again, for him, homosexuality is against his sin, and he's not going to let up on that. Now, today's climb, the reality is what? These are billion-dollar franchises. I want all eyes on me. Shout out to Tupac. Revenue, sales, jerseys. Now, if you believe that, keep that to yourself. In 2020, the reality is what? The Knicks, the NBA is a public entity. That's how we get paid. Now, if you want to coach a team, somehow, however you're going to do, you got you to gotta figure out, make a deal, do something. If you don't want to make that deal and stay true to the faith, well, you'll keep announcing games. That's all I can think of. But again, that's 10 years ago. They drafted well when he was there. They made them good defenders. You say his offensive game is limited, just hire an offensive guru. You can do that. He's a hometown guy from Queens, played at St. John's. What else do you want? Tom Thibodeau, why? Why Mark Jackson's game? What is going on? That's all I can think about. Now, oh, another thing, I think when he was at uh, uh, Golden State, he had some arguments with his assistants. Now, again, he was younger. He's older. You learn from that. But he's punished forever. While these other white coaches bounce around, get jobs back and forth. This is unbelievable. I'm just going to say it right now. The Knicks should just go ahead and apologize to Mark Jackson right now. They're not going to hire him. Just do it. I said it right now. Just send out the apology. We're sorry, Mr. Jackson, but we're going into another direction. Period. That's it. Stop fooling around out here. So what is an apology? 
man, there was just so many. Hopefully in March, there'll be fewer apologies, but I don't know. With baseball around the corner, I think the apologies with the Astros going all summer long. And I'm out. And that's the show, folks. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we're going to bring you another podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, dark brown shades of my skin, there would only be us. Only add color to my tears. Oh, oh, that splash against my hollow bones. That rocks my soul. Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh-huh. Somebody tell me what can I do? Oh, Lord. Oh. Something is holding me back uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah In this world of no pity I was raised in the ghettos of the city Yeah, oh Lord Mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny, yeah, oh, Lord. Something is holding me back, uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? <laughs>